Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome in, friends. It is in this league on Sports Grid. It's ITL and Sports Grid. I'm Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. It's us. Three hours business for you. Casey Bubba, hour three. Gonna do business. A little bit of hour one and all of hour two. Our boy Nick Pollock, pitcher list. An interview you're gonna hear we did on the Innocent Fantasy Baseball podcast this week. Going through all of the stuff that has been going down. Player debates. There's even some listener questions we'll get into. Right now, Bogman has been dying to have this conversation with me because I've been having this conversation with him via text. It's been a one-way conversation. He has to read where I'm at. I mean, I we can't are, read what you've said. Mr. Scott Bogman, who you can find on Twitter, Bogman Sports. I'm at Isaac the Welsh. This is the first public statement that I am making on Devo Samuel. Uh, there is football talk. The NFL draft is next week. Bogman is going to have some killer-ass coverage on uh, in this league, which is our Patreon, which you guys can come and check out. I will probably be jumping in as well, uh, doing full coverage as he always does on the NFL draft. There'll be more stuff on the In This League Fantasy Football podcast as well. Bogman and I might need to do a uh, episode before the draft, so be on the lookout for that. But my favorite player in the NFL... The player that uh, I have a autographed football helmet of, the guy that I have some collected cards of. I don't like a lot of even my own team's players, but if I could have picked one player that I could like, it was Debo Samuel. And no more. No more. I'm officially out. Bogman on Debo Samuel officially because, out of the Debo Samuel hype train. So even if he the gets business. an extension and all this stuff goes no, away, out. you're still out. You, I'm out. So let like me let me set the good. stage here because I know Bogman's excited. Debo Samuel wanted a new contract. That was the word. Uh, he took out. He did the thing that all players do now, which by the way might be the most annoying thing that exists on the planet. Where uh, I hate they, that it's news that they delete everything of the team on their social media. But then word came out over the last, um, really over the last like two days, 
that Debo Samuel doesn't want a contract extension. He wants out of the San Francisco 49ers team. And the rumor swirling is it solely has to do with the usage of, you know, being a running back, that that was part of the problem. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but Bogman, I have lots of words. I can't make this podcast. You tell me, how are you feeling about uh, Debo Samuel and the trade rumors? Weird, to be honest with you. Like, uh, because I thought this was about money. I think most people thought it was. Plus, there's a bunch of guys that are, you know, a bunch of wide receivers that are kind of represented by uh, a lot of the same agencies here that are holding out um, or threatening to hold out. A.J. Brown is another guy that has come up in a lot of trade rumors and things like that. So I just can't tell. Like, I think it actually makes sense that he would want out because of the usage, because running back is a brutal position. Those guys don't last as long as their career. Therefore, they don't make as much money. So, so, But let me ask you this question then. Okay. Okay. I I don't necessarily disagree with that statement, but because he doesn't want to be used as a running back, do you really think that equals the absolute nonsense that's going on with him right now? I feel like it's probably 80% money, but I think that maybe being used in this and knowing Kyle Shanahan and knowing that Kyle Shanahan's a hard headed guy, maybe he thinks, well, it's just never going to change here. So why don't I just try to get out now? You think that's the case where it's like, he's like, listen, I don't want to be a running back. This is going to end my career sooner. We've also seen a history of players not getting paid properly when their positions aren't set. That's kind of been a thing. Yeah. Yeah. where uh who oh is Le'Veon Mike, Bell Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell was a perfect example of that Boggs where he wasn't he wanted to be he paid. wanted number one RB number uh running back money plus yep number two wide receiver money on top that's exactly. what he wanted and, and no that, one and, that's, and no one ever gave him that and that screwed up a lot of stuff with him as well yeah well ruined his career so so I guess my big question is with all of this stuff. Uh, I mean, I have my takes, and we'll probably do it on the other side of the segment, ultimately how I feel about Debo and this stuff. But do you really, really believe that that's the space here? Is it solely... No, uh, no, no. I don't believe it. I'm just saying that that would be my best educated guess. What would be, he doesn't want his career to be cut short because he's being used as a running back. He knows Shanahan won't change that, and he's going to get paid anyway. That's why he's saying it's not about the money. Uh, I, I would think. If if that is real, it could all be posturing and smoke. I mean, it's it's smoke season. That's where we're at right before the NFL draft here. You know, I agree that it's smoke season. I, my problem with this is like. If if I it feels money like there's a rumor out there that the 49ers have engaged multiple pieces of, of uh, contract negotiation conversations with him. And um, if that's the case and he wanted to be a 49er, I feel like there would be more talk about that. If it's about the usage, though, like I feel like we need to get a word from Shanahan as well because if he's like, listen, I don't want to be used this way, you would think the team would have to kind of respect that, and that doesn't seem to be the case. I've I, This is messy. I feel like there's something we're going to find out that we'll never know, and unfortunately... Yeah. Not until the book comes out, right? So it, whoever's yeah. writing it. And the big thing that uh, also is going to happen here is this is one of those situations. Who was this? There was someone just recently. Oh God, I can't remember who it was, where it was like, this move has to happen before the draft or it's not happening. And that's yeah, how AJ, this is going to go. A.J. Brown, maybe. 
No, um, no, it was something last year, or I can't remember who the player was, but it was. Well, a, that was a Josh Rosen thing. Remember when the Cardinals ended up trading him? They said, well, if he doesn't get traded before day one, then we're not trading him. And then he got traded day two. It was like yeah. first thing before the draft even started day two, he was traded. So. Well, we we are going to know in the next week the status of Debo Samuel because of the NFL draft. So don't go anywhere, friends. We've got baseball talk. We've got Bubba. And we've got more draft talk. And my take on Debo Samuel right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. Welcome back, friends. It is in this league on Sports Grid, and in this league is on Patreon at InThisLeague.com, where you guys can come and sign up today and you can have access, direct access to Bogman and myself. That's pretty slick, right? Plus We've got Dynasty. I've got Prospect. I'm going to have in-season updated ranks as well for redraft and baseball once we get into May, which is going to be fun. Bogman has got draft coverage. We've got It's our whole universe that you guys might want to come and check out. It's in this league.com. Come and sign up today. As little as five bucks can get you set, and we would deeply appreciate if you would come and support us over on the Patreon in this league.com. That'll actually also be where Bogman has his exclusive draft coverage, unless we decide to put it on Twitch, which we're at twitch.tv slash in this league. We've kind of got both sides, but usually that stuff. Yeah, it's a Patreon only joint. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, it'll it'll be up on Patreon. I will do all three days. I'll do, um, I don't think I'll do two round seven on Saturday. I'll probably do like through round five uh, and all that stuff, but I'm trying to, uh, you know, secure some guests and and all that good stuff. So We'll see uh, who, if anyone, I can get. But uh, it's going to be a fun time. And, that, like, after the draft, that's when we're into real, you know, 
get get down on these rankings season. I'll be, of yeah. course, writing my chapters for the Black Book uh, and, and all that good stuff. So lots and lots of football coverage coming hot and heavy as soon as the draft is over. Yeah, Joey P has been uh, promoting that. He did, he did one of those today. He's like, in August, when I'm not doing the baseball podcast anymore and I'm only focusing on the Black Book, <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about here, buddy. Uh, so Debo Samuel. Devo Samuel has requested a trade and it looks really nasty is the big thing. Now he did. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't get a chance to screenshot it. He tweeted yesterday and then he deleted it. Uh, did you see that? No, it was one of those. I am was definitely, all. you know me, dude. I'm not like a hard hitting uh, Twitter investigator at no, all. I know that, you know? but it was one of those where it was like on his time. It was on my timeline. And then I went to go to screenshot it, but then Twitter refreshed and he, and it was gone. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> And he did a thing where he said, you know, blah, blah, blah. He did the whole like media being media, dingle dangle. And then he said, at the end of the day, the 49ers, some guy like Tony Dang or some some person I've never even heard of. some media guy and Debo were the only three people that knew the truth about it. But when I saw it, I was like, all right, dude. But you're not disputing any of the nasty stuff that's going out. Like, yeah, you're hating on the 49ers. You were you were saying you have officially requested a trade you want out. And it just doesn't make sense without any like confirmation stuff. The only thing that we can speculate on is money, except they seem to have closed that gap. And then it's usage. And the way it's being approached, it's maybe the thing I hate most about sports and, and the most about like liking players. You know, Debo was my favorite player. He was one. He was your favorite player coming out of South Carolina. I loved him uh, when he got drafted. He's a super exciting player. Seems like a great teammate and fun. And now he's out pulling this business like I hate this team. I want out and uh, and I'm over it. And I'm I am tempted, Bogman, as, as you said, we can't talk about the things that I said in text, <laughs> but uh, I have this autograph helmet. I think we should burn it. Uh, how about you auction it off? How about uh, that? Okay, another thing I was thinking I could do <laughs> is maybe I just rub off the autograph and I send it into a real 49er. A real for like, you know, like a Jerry Rice signing or something like that. I'm over <laughs> it. But let me throw this to you. If Debo Samuel goes to another team, does he still present the same value? The number one um, Vegas odds team currently, super annoying, is the Colts. The Colts are annoying because they also don't have any great trade assets, which pisses me off. There's a couple other teams. The Chiefs, I think, were number two. Uh, I was in. Well, the Chief, the Chiefs have already said they're not doing it. So, uh, <clears throat> some someone will do it. I mean, of course, the clickbait of the Dallas Cowboys is the first thing that always comes out. For yeah. it doesn't matter who the player. Well, is. he liked it. That was the other thing. He liked a person. Right. A person made a post. Uh, you know, edited his jersey as a cowboy, and he liked it. There's no way. The 49ers are trading him to the Dallas Cowboys. If they do, oh man. I mean, well, you want to go, you want to be Johnny Damon from the Red Sox to the Yankees, in my mind. The, the good thing go to the here, Cowboys. Though, well, I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't the Seahawks be worse, you know, or um, uh, the Cardinals? Cardinals Seahawks would, would be, be bad. bad. Yeah, but that will never yeah. happen. But the Cowboys, I don't know. I mean, I'm older, so like I still have the Cowboys in my brain as right. a thing. I, I understand. But the question is, is does he still present that same explosive value, especially if bottom line, what we might be talking about here is him not well, playing running the, back really anymore. Well, yeah, but see, the whole thing to that is what is the truth? Is the truth he doesn't like this usage or is the truth I want every single penny they're going to give me? So, yeah. like, if someone's going to drop the bag on him, is he going to be happy 
being used in the same uh, way, in the same style. I think that's probably the biggest point in terms of what's going on with his usage for his next team. But like, even if they're not using him as a running back, I think, you know, you mentioned it time and time again during the In This League Fantasy Football podcast last year about how he was by far the best player in yards after contact, right? Uh, It was by like a yard and a half he had everybody on. It was an insane amount. So he'll get short passes. He'll get quick dump offs. He'll get reverses still, even if he's not, physically lining up at running back. So he's going to be used in a similar fashion, regardless of where he's going to, he's not going to like go somewhere and become just, just, but but here, okay. Let me throw this to you. Then as you say that though, that to me, if that's the case, then, then it's a money thing. It's only a money thing. If he really doesn't want to be running back, why he's going to go somewhere else and play. I I got, I got to think that it's, it's an issue with the coaching staff that that's like, if if it's not just money and, and it's not just playing running back and he would be okay playing running back for whatever team gives him a bunch of money, then it has to be that him and one of the coaches doesn't get along. And that always goes back to probably Shanahan, you know, uh, because anybody else like this is a thing to me and I've said it a million times. So apologies for repeating myself, but I think coaching is about 20%. I don't think that you can make, uh, a team of really bad players great with an amazing coach, best coach in the world. I do think you could probably screw up a really good team with a bad coach, but the talent is on the field. It's not on the sideline. You know, the talent is on the field. You have to find a good way to use that talent. Yes, coaching is a big part of it. 20% is a big chunk, but I think that, you know, people think Bill Belichick is uh, a god uh, in terms of coaching, and he's a very, very good coach, but he doesn't want a damn thing without Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I mean, it's uh, becoming pretty clear, right? Tom Brady drops himself in and goes and wins a Super Bowl. You know, so we we've seen how rough coaching in Detroit affected Matt Stafford. He goes to L.A. first year Super Bowl. You know, obviously well, also the put roster was talent. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Talent, They're so. doing a better job around talent too. So I don't know, man. I think it's got to be. I, I think it's mainly money. I think it's mainly money. I wonder if there's Especially since he's on his rookie contract. Like, if he's going to be used in this crazy way where he's getting beat up all the time, give me at least one huge signing bonus. You know, give me that that difference maker money and not rookie money here. You know, this uh, generational wealth. I think that's what he wants more than anything. I I just wish there was some clarity on it because I had this dream that maybe he, maybe Mike McDaniel was the guy that held it all together, even though he was the guy kind of behind using him as a wide out slash. Oh, so he back. wants to go to Miami. That's what and it is. I had a dream of Jalen Waddle for Debo Samuel, just straight up. Cause they got Tyree Ooh. kill Tyree kill and Debo Samuel put those two together. God. I mean, Jalen Waddle gets kind of put on the side, just a one for one. That seems like something the 49ers would do. I don't know. But, I doubt the dolphins want to do it, but you get Debo Samuel. Yeah, I don't know why the Dolphins would want to do it. it. It would depend on how close they. I haven't seen how close they are to the cap. But I, the good news for you is if you trade Debo, I mean, you got to look at what the most recent top end wide receivers were traded for. It was a bunch of picks for Devonte yeah. Adams. It's an insane amount for Tyreek yeah, Hill. But this team is always struggling with talent. That's my. This problem is what I'm thinking. Why don't you trade him to Green Bay and take their two first round picks? 
I mean, I, I could take that, but I would want them to make sure they the talent struggles. I, I think there could be a quarterback issue here. I wonder if Debo is concerned about uh, Trey Lance. I'm concerned about Trey Lance. I'm concerned about the team's talent in general and getting a bunch of picks doesn't make me feel great because I feel Shanahan thinks, and this could be part of the problem, thinks he's smarter than everybody else. So at the end of the day, is this going to be where he just picks up a bunch of offensive linemen and they say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do with Sheffield and Brandon Ayuk. That doesn't work. And I'm out on Debo Samuel. I'm out on this social media stuff unfollowing. He's dead to me. He is dead to me. We'll talk about it more in this league fantasy football podcast. Friends, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Nick Pollock, pitcher list, is going to be joining us to talk about some player debates and more right here on In This League. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... In this league. Break it down. Joining us on the podcast now as the first guest of the In This League Fantasy Baseball in-season episodes, the one, the only, pitcher list, Mick Pollock. Hello, Mick. Hello, Mr. Pollock. How are you? What's going on, Chuck and Steve? It's good to see you both. We're Thanks doing good. Me. Mick, Chuck, and Steve. That's the big three. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Nick Pollock from Pitcher List and all amazing things. Nick, you have uh, a very, very ambitious thing that you have been doing. I think you were doing it in last year, maybe even in COVID. And I'm a big fan of it. And you guys can go and catch it on Twitch where you are every day setting people up for hours. Talk about that. I mean, because you got the yeah. podcast, you got the site, your Twitter handle a little bit selfishly, I would say for me, it's it's more aggregate now. So there's not enough mm. of organic Nick, which I do miss. And but I understand your dilemma of like <laughs> you can't like restart and try to build that thing up, and you don't want to take it away. So there's a little bit less of Nick, but you get more of Nick on the daily streams, which you've got over on uh, Twitch. And I think you're I don't know if you're rebroadcasting on YouTube or just reavailable on YouTube. But talk about what uh, what's going down with that. 
Well, first of all, everybody listening already knows this, but I just want to say it again that clearly Chris Welsh is the best host in the business. Oh. Uh, oh. So thank you so much for letting me plug this. But hey, guys, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time every single Monday through Friday. I am live on Twitch as I call it my office hours as I just get my work done in the morning. And then we just talk about all your fantasy teams and everything that's going on in baseball. It's a fun way to wake up and just hang out and sip some coffee and, you know, Look Gross. at all the stupid things that we do as traditions and make predictions and all that. And then I also stream it at one o'clock on Mondays as I craft the top 100 starting pitchers every week. That's amazing. So come hang out. It's free. You it's, should. Say hi. You should. Why would you not go and hang out with Nick? It's got a great setup back there. Beautiful microphone on the Twitch. I absolutely love it. It's actually one of the only things I'm jealous about uh, for East Coasters is that like, you know, you can get up at a normal time. And you can do stuff way before it's done where you said, oh, I'm live at 9. That's 6 a.m. my time. Yeah. That's 6 a.m. Yeah. my time. Or what would you say, 8 or 9? Uh, 9 to 11, yeah. yeah. That's 6 a.m. my time. I can't do the awesomeness that you can do. And I was over here thinking 8 to 10 was bad. So Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah Bob, you're like, time. I'm not doing anything until 11. That was, that yeah. was the fantasy pro thing. Not till 11 is going I'm like, on Pollock, here. hit me up when you're done because yeah. then I'll be away. Yeah, fair enough. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all the good stuff. Uh, how has, uh, how is, what is, was it? Pitcherless, was it 7.0? 7.0, PL7. We had man. a new little logo, an animation of the L turning into the 7. I love which it. Which is the funniest thing ever. Um, it's good. Our player pages are uh, are working. Gorgeous. They're all StatCast data, and they, they're the best way to look up anything about a pitcher. It tells you everything about the repertoire and stats you won't find on, and really anywhere else uh, on granular pitch data, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's going great. New homepage, the amazing staff that we have. And we're just excited to have a full season ahead. And let's just do this finally. Like it feels like it's almost the most normal season we've had oh. since what, 2019. Jinx. <laughs> it's like right there. What are you doing, Nick? I know. We have like more IL go, like mysterious IL today. Ruin. Oh, now God. a meteor is going to hit Louisiana. 100%. I'm just excited. Let me be excited, um, okay? Uh, I was You're allowed to be excited. You're actually absolutely allowed to be excited. I was about excited. to say Texas, and I can't say that now because Bogman's there. I was like, a meteor is going to hit Texas, and we're going to lose no. two teams and everything. I know, I know. I, I mean, Texas is really big. So, oh, so it could say, you, know. you know what? You're right. I was telling Boggs. I was like, oh, you should go out um, to one of the Diamondbacks. I think it was Amarillo. And I'm Amarillo. Like, yeah, I was like, you should go see the Diamondbacks AA affiliate Amarillo. And I went and looked for him ahead of time, nine hours away. And I'm like, nine Jesus Christ. How is Amarillo's up in the, like, the panhandle Dude, up there by Oklahoma. How so. is there a state where you can drive nine hours and not leave it? That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. That doesn't even and, make sense. And somebody... Alaska dwarfs Texas. Like, there's, there's I mean, California does have so, so, Bogman, if you were to to direct a meteor into texas where would you want it to hit el paso uh, <laughs> without hesitation i mean just like i had to stay there one night when moving here and uh, look i'm sure the people a lot of the people in el paso are nice oh, i bet i think my mom saw a little human trafficking going oh, so uh, great down people. over there yeah yeah oh, so no. uh it is it's rough they're gonna be uh, one listener from El Paso that's like gonna go online and be like, "This <laughs> Scott, you're going on Reddit. This Scott Bogman is an El Paso yeah. hatist. I don't like." And that. I'm gonna be like, "You see what I mean?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, right there. Now you so. proved my point. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, Nick, it's funny. Um, picture. I've said this for years and years. You know, picture list is already huge and is going to continue being huge. And you guys are going to be one of the big mainstays. I'd say, if anything, speaking of jinxing. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Welsh. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Dude, I, I tell you what, not even the Welsh could, could jinx you guys. No, no. You're on I, a rocket ship. You know, I think the only surprising thing about what you guys have done is that you're not like, like what John Boy, like, like John Boy's popularity, mm -hmm. I think belongs to you guys. 
and you guys do, you know, you do so much, you're, you're ambitious, you do all those great things. You've even utilized, you know, Twitch in a really smart way that, you know, for, for dummies like Bogman and I sit here and I'm like, what do we got to do, Bogs? Like, we got to sit here. We got, we got to make better content. So you want to know what ride I- ride coattails. So you know What's what I- What's up, Nick? You know what I came <laughs> up with? I'm down with that. Us yet? Come on. Yeah. Let's th- go. Th- I came up with an idea because it's like, all right, so they got like PL7, you know, the cool stat. Okay. The Twitch and they're doing shows and stuff like that. I was like, what could we do? So I think what I'm going to start doing is streaming on Twitch, but it won't be useful to anybody. I think I'm going to create all of the fantasy baseball people that are friends, put them on a team of MLB The Show, and then play them and play out a season so we could follow. And uh, Mr. Nick Pollock, I have, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to probably what ask around. Pitches? I'm going to put you in the staff. You oh, are, man. it is going to be, uh, I think you and Spore is the one too. So what's the arsenal? I mean, I could talk offline here, but you're going to, no, I know, great. don't you throw a screwball? Isn't an old oh, pitch a screwball? Okay. okay. It... <laughs> what's our arsenal? Okay. So the arsenal, I think the most Nick Pollock one of just kind of how much I've hated it, or at least um, I say like, I don't like splitters. I feel like I need to have a splitter for that reason. Okay. Um, I would probably splitter. fastball splitter. Um, how many pitches do I get to have? I mean, I think you have up to five. You're you're one of the top Ooh, guys in the five? rotation. Yeah, five. Okay, how many good pitches am I allowed? To I mean, have? probably like two. I don't. I mean, no offense. Nick. Okay, I don't think you're more I want, than like a two I want or three a four plus seamer. I want a, I want a hard four seamer. Four seamer splitter. I want a hard four seamer and an excellent splitter. And then give Made me a curveball you can throw for a strike. Okay. Okay. And then what? Like <laughs> screwball is like the fifth pitch. No, 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 no. Cutter. Cutter? Okay. I, well, cutter. I got a pretty good cutter too. If yeah, well, Spore knows right, about right, that okay. cutter. So, oh, and then what I'll be doing is I'll be accepting bribery for how I make you all look <laughs> and how your ratings are. So that'll be the big key. So you can go make to me the worst looking, like grotesque thing you can. A make. big beard. That's what I want. A big beard. I, I'm gonna see if I can like make him cuss and put that on you. That would be fantastic. It'd <laughs> be so good. So uh, I, I will probably. I was able to name my character King Fatty. Yeah, Bogman's is King Fatty. Show, so. so. Just wow. pointing it out where Pitcher List is changing the game with, you know, deals with uh, StatCast and, you know, daily streams and stuff. Uh, I'll be just creating fantasy baseball community and playing them as the show. So I just want to, like, make sure that we're establishing where we are in the industry. And that's, that, that that's our big great. innovation. I'm calling I it mean, ITL 2.0. Uh, it, I haven't thing, stole it from anybody. The thing I think is honestly missing the most in just not even fantasy baseball, but just baseball in general, are just celebrations of baseball. And that's yeah. like, hey, we love this sport and we're doing a fun thing because we just love baseball. And it's not necessarily about who is the best player or um, this guy has a better strikeout rate than that guy or nothing like that. It's actually just, hey, this is fun because we all like baseball. So let's do that fun thing. I'm sure every, I'm, I'm sure everybody will take it the same way when the rotation is like Nick and Paul and Eno and everybody's totally not going to compare them against each other. Can just, we make, so, you know. can we just give Eno Sean Manaya's hair? Is that something I'm going to see? Do? I'm going to see if I can shorter? do all that stuff. Oh so God. I will That's probably so be uh, petitioning out to the listeners, uh, but we do have baseball things to talk about. We actually do do that. <laughs> we do on occasion. We're just chilling. We do. We are just kind of chilling. Uh, by the way, just pointing out there, Nick might stick around for the voicemail. So I just want to point mm. out all you people very no disappoint pressure. me with your voicemails. Uh, is it is it the voice of a male? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. it's, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's actual people voices and recordings <laughs> of a male. Almost exclusively. Yeah. Right. Almost. Ex- wow. ex- yeah, exactly. We can go through their pronouns later, but that is the, what we're going to be doing. Uh, Picture list is the Twitter handle. And let's go through a few things. And 
this is like a big topic for me, Nick. And I've been I've been kind of sitting on this as we've watched Twitter devolve around every single player and every single take and every piece of analysis and every Twitter person have to tweet out stats to say this is the truth and this is not and victory lapping and da 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 da. It circles around and ultimately I'm curious at what you you, my friend, are taking on early versus sample size that we have. We have small sample sizes. Some things are reality. You know, I mean, Shane Bieber's a kind of maybe prime example. Actually, have you are you telling seen... Nick to quit being polite and start getting real? Yeah, but what can well, you, what can well, you I not honest together? with you, Bogman? Yeah, he's doing uh, it's world. just a real world. Just doing, yeah. Bogman likes like once every six months he does a real world bit where he's like, "We gotta stop That's being right, fake." Hey, but, road rules, okay? I was oh never man, I'm sorry. I, was never I, I liked them both. Uh, they, they were strong. Okay, they wanted name. us to have a rivalry. Why did they do this? Why did they, you know, make us enemies? They I should... blame MTV. I blame the corporate right. world for this. What do you think a fantasy baseball a reality show would look like? Of all of us, no. like in a house together? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all of us in one house together? Just you know, I've actually had it's just like no. I've no. dreamed of making a, essentially a, a, a fantasy baseball like content house. Oh, you know, like it. they do that for like oh, TikTok yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I want like the man cave for this. Bunch of muscly uh, arms just walking around like, hey, bro. I, I think. <laughs> what's your spend? I, I, I think you're missing why people watch uh, the TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah uh, but let's fair. get back to it. No, yeah. Uh, early yeah. sample sizes <laughs> off of the reality of like, you know, major movement. You know, mm -hmm. there's Tyler Miguel, perfect example. Couple good yeah. starts. Awesome. Didn't look good in the last start. There's some high performing players like a Shane Bieber that seem like they're getting away with some stuff. Da da da. It goes on and on. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wait, wait let, me, let me explain something to you. I am not in this league. You're in this league. I'm the dude. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Get it! How much... Do you really think it's worthwhile making dramatic decisions off of small sample sizes right now? Sure. 
So first and foremost, um, you say we've been watching Twitter devolve. I mean, we've been doing that since what 2010. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, this is yeah. this is is a constant uh, shrinking of actual reality. But anyway, I the the easiest thing to do is velocity tracking. Um, and generally by now, if it's not starting to ramp back up in the right direction, it is something to be con more concerned about. The biggest example of that is is Zach Wheeler's, uh, which was not only dropped it was at 95 in the first start that we saw but is even worse in the second one and that direction so down and not improving is what gives some concern to me i mean we're talking like 97.2 last year down to 94.4 by that second start and i have to think that the phillies are going to do something about it um we've seen other side of it like robbie ray it was a muggy weather for the first two like really bad conditions the first two starts we saw about nearly three ticks two to three ticks down but the last start was back up and it's kind of how we kind of think okay the the spring training was you know shortened and now we're gonna see over time things you know get normal again what you know about april stats is really like middle of may by then right so it, it's really hard to discern this um what i will say very quickly or i guess quicker I don't know, uh, <laughs> is is really inside the first top 30 or so. I have done some shuffling of orders, but I haven't really removed anyone from that. Okay. okay. Um, right. So I've moved Shane Bieber down because I'm worried about the minus 400 RPM for two straight starts on his breaking stuff. And we haven't seen the third and maybe we'll get it today. Well, we're I looking at, know. I'm actually looking right here uh, as the game is going on. It's the bottom of the six. A couple interesting things. Oh, the he's velo, going. Great. Yeah, the velo is still down. Uh, that has right. not changed. It looks like, you know, we're still a half to a full. I mean, everything looks relatively down. But what is it? And uh, let me look at where uh, the, the, the curve is up 131 from the average, though. Yeah, the spins so all look down. Back up. It's still no, no, no. It's down 270 from last year. Yes. So, the, oh. so now it's a sign that the up arrows and the down from from Savant is now assessing two starts. So it's like, oh, the year average. That's is what that's what I was trying to say. It was it was up from so the last. Uh, yeah, it was up from the last start where he had like four and two right. hundreds. But here's an interesting um, adjustment: sixteen swing and misses, swing and whiffs that he got in yeah. this so game the, early the on. Slider is is better. So the curve is still a question mark. Fifteen percent CSW uh, is what I'm seeing here uh, with. Uh, only six for 13 strikes at the sub 50%. Really quickly, you want 60% or more on your secondary pitches strike rate. He's not finding this curveball as a dependable pitch. Fortunately, the slider has showed up and it's done good things. And that's clearly been a, a factor here for Shane Bieber in the start. But the velocity, as you mentioned, is still down. It's actually even further down. It's yeah. now at 90.2. I mean, this is bad. But see, <laughs> this that's, is bad. But this and, is a prime example, happy. though. It's just, yeah. Is this? Is this like panic level bad? Like we all should be panicking. But he's still succeeding, though. That's the weird thing well, about this. Is I think he's the yeah, oddity of this conversation. But this is a precursor to him getting absolutely lit, right? Being yeah, having a worse loss. Yeah, this this is this oh. is the start that I would say, great. Like, oh, I'm still selling Shane Bieber, and someone else wants to buy him. Like this okay. is this is what we call a dentist, where they return once again, and you want to get rid of them, but like you you might get seduced to come back to them, like Dennis from Thirty Rock. I was like, um, like what? So, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to use. I there's a phrase in in finance that I hate because it's just a bad image, and I don't even want to say the phrase. But it's about like when you're descending and then it comes back up a little bit and then it goes back down. Um, but uh, it's it's an animal anyway. I uh, 
I, I I think this is one of those where like, oh, you have the nice start where really you think it's okay and it's fixed, and then it keeps going back down. So uh, so I would get out. But uh, okay, so that's that's and I'm not in disagreement here with the Bieber stuff. There's only so long. I mean, you do have to say like, it's pretty good being able to you know take advantage of a White Sox team like he is, and he and Absolutely. he's and he's struggling and finding other ways to succeed. Which is something that I think we saw Kershaw do a couple years ago, uh, and you know, like when these guys—I'm I mean, not trying to make a big case for Shane Bieber or anything—but no, 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 there, there's an right, adjustment right, right. period of players as they age or as their stuff differentiates that they have to find out how can they succeed without the stuff sure. they thought they had. And Kershaw kind of went through this. I'm not sure, and Bieber's too young to feel like he's going through this. Well, I do want to mention—I'm not necessarily saying that Bieber's bad. Like he's going to help your 12 teamer the entire year. Like I don't—I don't think that's going to be the case but we've been considering him as a top 10 starting pitcher yeah i don't consider him that now if someone sees this seven strikeouts i'm seeing six innings no one runs or one if they see that and think oh no shane bieber's back and then you then they're trying to get that that's a great that's what i would take advantage of is there someone that's overperforming right now that you absolutely believe in and you could maybe get that guy plus a closer or a position you need or something else to flip Bieber for. And, and I know this is uh, Joe and, Musgrove, uh, Joe Musgrove. Okay. I was, I was about to say, I hate doing these questions because this is what we yeah, got on Twitter. Yeah. Like who should I trade this for? Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, you, you, you want to know what's so Kevin interesting Gals. about that. We have a debate and we have a player debate, which we will just inadvertently jump right into. And you want to know what's so interesting about you <laughs> saying that. I don't know if you noticed that, Mr. Nick Pollock. I subconsciously knew, subconsciously, but I have my list over here, I guess. Yeah, I did so not put that out as a poll because we do have a couple of these player debates. That's a poll. I did not uh-huh. do that one simply because I wanted the start to happen and I didn't want to like put it out and then him get oh, rocked yeah, or yeah, whatever because yeah, yeah, that, that's sense. just going to make it all stupid and it's kind of worthless. Mm-hmm. It actually would have looked better and it would look pretty decent to do right now. And uh, so, I mean, you're already kind of pre-jumping in and answering this one. This is the one I put together was Joe Musgrove. Look at you. Versus, look at me. Look versus Shane Bieber. Yeah. And Musgrove has been somebody that, you know, is like a must. He's been a must for my team and a big defender I've had for the entire year versus a guy that looks like they're on the decline. So make the case for Musgrove over Shane Bieber. Before I begin, I just want you to go like this. You got, you got some dust on your shoulder. You need to just uh. brush it off right now, Welsh. Okay, you, you got go. a little bit millennial. Uh, yeah, well done, well done. Um, I mean, it's I think it's pretty simple. Joe Musgrove has figured out his pitch mix. He kind of struggled with it a little bit last year. Um, didn't really know how many fastballs he should be throwing. Sometimes throwing too few, sometimes too many. And what we've seen is pretty much no. The sweet spot is around twenty five percent usage of of heaters. Slider is looking as good as I've ever seen. Um, I don't think really he has much else to prove at this point. And on a Padres team. That has Darvish being uh, fluctuating. You have Manaya, who hopefully will continue with the same velocity and be good. Um, Blake Snell returning, I think, uh, later this week, and then Clevenger oh, eventually there. But you have all these question marks. Joe Musgrove is their shining man of consistency, and they're going to be leaning on him the entire season. Uh, I I really don't see a reason why you would have Joe Musgrove and not feel very secure about it. And why, in my head, would I want to chase something else in Shane Bieber when you have this excellent stud on your team in Joe Musgrove that you just know you're going to get production from. And I put it, I put the tweet out, Joe Musgrove, third in war on the year, the fourth best Sierra of all pitchers, 
with a 30% K rate, a 1% walk rate. So the K minus the walk whole like year right at gonna say exactly like that the whole year the whole entire um, year but <laughs> it's fourth best bottom line that but th- this is kind of like these debates are also meant to experiment with the early recency bias of yeah you can have these good guys that are underlining showing great things there's another guy we're going to do in a little bit pitcher wise that i think has even been like one step up it's obviously gonna be very pitcher centric on this but joe musgrove is one of those where he was a middle tier pitcher and i say middle tier as in like you know, drafted like 50 to 70 overall, probably still being drafted as I, I'm just arbitrarily, I don't even know, like 15, 16, SP, maybe 20, mm-hmm. something like that. One of right. those guys that he's in that range where it's like, wow, if we got upside, could he be elite? He is performing at like top five, top 10 overall SP. And then you have a guy that, you know, almost virtually across the board has been viewed as a top 10 guy, is performing well, but his underlining stuff is really concerning. And also, Great offensive team right now with Jose Ramirez. I think this is a fascinating one, and I actually did just go put it out on Twitter, and we'll see. We'll come back and we'll see like what the votes look like. But I think with the massive, massive spin drop and velo, there's a part of me that wants to give a little bit of an excuse for the cold weather because it's been exceptionally cold everywhere, and you know that can have effect on grip and stuff like that. But it's so dramatic to him over anybody else that. I'm kind of with you. I think these guys, even though it's a small sample size, this is enough, and Musgrove is the type of player on a small sample size that I think you can make these type of assessments with um, that you feel comfortable because you know where the ceiling and floor is, that I would also take Joe Musgrove over Shane Bieber at this point, and I would feel okay about it, where I think it gets messier if you start doing like Tyler McGill versus Jose Barrios. You know, that one I think oh, is messier, man. which I might be an interesting one. What about Nick? That, that, no, that's very far apart for me. Um, Jose Brios is known as the great undulator um, <laughs> in how every single year his entire season is a sine wave. And he always gets to the x-axis by the end. It's just whatever you want it to be, he does poorly, then he does great, then he's poorly. It, the entire season, it's always going to be a 3-6 ERA and a one sixteen whip and a 27% K rate or 25% K rate. And that's great. And you know, you're going to get that across like hundred. You know what you should do? I have a project and Nick and, and mm-hmm. we, you and I, we have to do this. Do you know, uh, have you heard that story where they found um, like a mummy and then they found the vocal cords and then they re-experimented with the vocal cords <laughs> yeah. to get the sound. So they tried to make the sound exactly. of it. Yeah. We need to take that access of a success to uh, anti-success with Barrios over his career created as a sound wave and generate what sound comes out. It's like listening to space. I want to hear what Jose Barrios sounds like. And, It'll probably and, sound exactly like going on a roller coaster. I will literally, we import it as a sound wave. And I whoa, see what it, whoa. <laughs> I want to hear oh what that is. God. So you will come, you are comfortable with Barrios over Miguel. Yes. I mean, but that's look, I'm the one point. That was, yeah, my well, point. I, 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 I've been saying, right. Um, I'm a huge fan of Ty Lord McGill. Um, because I, I'm someone who, as you all know, I want every pitcher to be dope. So when the pitchers who we are not assessing as a top 300 starter at the beginning of the year or within the top 250 or whatever, does things that are representative of a top 100 player, that's exciting. That is the fun stuff. I love watching these guys blossom into their best selves. It's what makes this whole thing so fun for me. And it ampl- amplifies 
my whole strategy about this isn't a best ball league and how you don't need to draft the top starters to be successful in pitching that there are all these other guys that come forth and and prosper right yeah and i tell lord mcgill is that to me um he's an interesting case of throwing 96 the first start 96.7 and then 94.8 but he threw harder by the end he had some rough innings the giants got aggressive and messed them up a little bit. I think that Ty Lord is still a very good pitcher and still can be very much his early. But, but, what's self. I, and, and, but yeah, but what's interesting about that. And I want to get Bogman's take on the Musgrove Bieber one here in a second, but Sorry, it's like, yeah, I ramble. No, no, I, but I jumped <laughs> in too, but yeah, had you not got the last Ty, Ty, Ty Lord start and you would ask that question, I don't think it would be this unanimous, like, Oh yeah, Berea. It'd be like, no, Berea's got his tits lit. And Tyler's awesome right now. And it's that recency. And that's kind of what I was just interested mm. in discovering as we, we talk about some of these guys to get behind so other people can make concerted, you know, decisions on what do you read into. Hitters are kind of a whole nother ball game. Pitchers are completely different. It's a complete separator on how you manage like this guy's successful, this guy's not, this is worth this. And that's where some of these guys come in. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it. Don't do that. I'm here for you. In this league. <laughs> Welcome back, friends. It is in this league right here on Sports Grid. As we are ending out hour one, uh, you've been listening to Nick Pollock, who is aka Pitcher List. A little bit of Pitcher List action. You've been listening to him hang with Bogman and myself. We're very good friends with him. And the story is still funny to me that the reason we became friends was because Bogman <laughs> was invited to a thing. I wasn't. And he called you Steve. 
and they posted right. Steve on there, which had so many funny innuendos about it in general with yeah. the wrong name. And then we called him out on it and he had to do a big a public apology tour <laughs> about the whole thing. And then next thing you know, apology we're all tour. we're all best. We're all best friends. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Nick. Nick is a great dude. So, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not one that's going to sweat little mistakes like that. It, it, it's funny, you know, um, but uh, it, it, it was especially funny because it was like this big thing that that had to be made. It was like this funny trailer video that he wasn't it like a john wick thing i, I don't something? remember they, they've always done this over picture list they'll do yeah it was like for a draft or something and it was like 12 yeah. people coming in and they were just steve it looked bogman. like a teaser trailer <laughs> then it's steve bogman so you it know what's funny is, i can't remember what podcast i was on oh it was um it was dear mr fantasy the first time i was on with mcbrien he goes uh steve bogman steve how's it going that's your name right i said no it's scott but did he really do that? Why? I yeah. guess you're, I guess I think you're that, Steve Boggs. I think that, well, I mean, S, you know, everybody sees S, they think Steve, I guess. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, you're kind Steve of can be my nickname. I, I, <laughs> yeah, thanks, but uh, <laughs> I, I do not care. Call, call me whatever. Just don't, don't call me late for dinner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So uh, we're going to continue on the other side uh, in hour two, a little bit more. We did, we did a bunch of really great player debates. If you want to hear the entire podcast, go and check out the In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast because we have an incredible song from uh, our boy Jack Boys who does parodies. He does one every single week. Thank God to him. He did an incredible one this week, which you're going to want to check out. Even uh, Nick Paul, Nick was stunned by how good it was. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of towards the end of the podcast. You're only getting some pieces of it here. So make sure you go and check out In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Go and subscribe to it on anywhere you listen to pods, as well as this show, because we have got more action in Hour 2, plus Casey Bubba and Bogman in Hour 3. So friends, don't go anywhere. In This League, we'll be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.